Hello. I have extra sound effects today. And welcome to the Knife Party, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I, of course, am your host, Zach Evergreen, and you can find me at Zach Evergreen, and you can also contact me at knifepartypod at yahoo.com, because I keep it old school, and of course, the Patreon, patreon.com slash knifepartypod, and I have my second guest, our first Patreon member, Jeff Ugly Shoes. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Honored to be here. Apparently, I could buy my way in. No. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry about no, that. Not true. I'm not buying one. Um, so uh, you recommended this movie. It's the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Let's. let's well, say it is. That. I was thinking about that. It is snowy. It's cold. This is going to air around Christmas. Except for if you're a Patreon member for a dollar, you could hear it right away. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, it did kind of put me in the Christmas cheer. You know, flamethrowers. I want one for Christmas. You know, you got your snow. You know, you got that really cool husky dog. You got Norwegians and fur. I mean, you can't do much better than this movie. No, you can't. Um, so really quick, it got an 84 on Rotten Tomatoes. But because I'm Zach Evergreen, now I invented the fried green tomatoes score. What would you give this? 100. 100%. Wow. This is in my top 10 all-time horror sci-fi movies. This hits all the buttons all the way down the line, which is amazing because it bombed at the box office. It did. And it cost John Carpenter um, his work. He was supposed to go on to do Firestarter, and they... Him well, Firestarter is a piece of flaming shit. It would have been great, though. No, no pun intended. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, with him at the helm, he really doesn't make too many mistakes. I can't really name a terrible John. I could. I, there's some I've seen. It's like, do I really want to rewatch it? Ah, shit, it's on TV. I will. But it's not like I seek it out, you know? Uh, but uh, this one. Like John Carpenter's Vampires, for instance. Oh, I love that movie. It's a great movie, but when I first saw it, I'm like, this is so cheesy. Plus, I was in my super goth phase, so, you know. Still a better love story than Twilight. Oh, dude. <laughs> Me sucking off a dog is better than Twilight. Oh, come on. Oh, it, oh, oh, too far, too, too far. far. Too far, too let's, far. Let's leave okay. the uh, so, animal husbandry out. So uh, let's get straight into this, shall we? And then we can uh, do some stuff later. So um, at any point... You know, just jump in. You've seen this movie a lot more than I have. Oh, I forgot to give my score. I'm going to give this a solid, and I mean a solid 92, maybe 93, and here's the only reason why. It doesn't need dialogue, but the lack of dialogue kind of throws me, and here's the other reason why. Uh, they don't say each other's names enough for me to actually get to get the character, so that's why. The character development is only with Childs and um, uh, Childs, Blair, and uh, 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 Mac. Everyone else, not so much. I mean, you know, they're kind of just cannon fodder. They're uh, they're red shirts. Oh yeah, yeah, diabetes. Um, they're red shirts, if you will. You know, I always call people in movies that just die off their red shirts. Yeah. Remember, I had that cover band, Captain Kirk and the Red Shirts. I didn't know about that. Oh, it was whenever my dad was practicing. He was drunk and he had his band over. I would just like make up words to songs. Oh, it's probably. Better. It was way better than anything he's ever done. It's still a better love story than Twilight. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> We get our title scene where you see a spaceship. By the way, they I saw the spaceship, the model. It's beautiful. And um, it kind of comes in at this angle, and then you don't see what happens. Now, we don't know this, but this is a thousand years in the past. Yeah. But uh, that never occurred to me. So I've only seen this movie a handful of times, even though it's my, in my top ten. It's one of those movies I can't really wear out, and I never had a copy of it. And then when I rediscovered it, I'm like, oh, shit, I love this movie. So it crashed in Antarctica. And then we cut to, we see a chopper in the air, and it's chasing after this wolfhound. It's half husky, half wolf. And, um, you know, it's getting shot at. 
and they're throwing like dynamite and shit at it. They're, these are um, Norwegian uh, researchers. In English is get the hell out of there. That's not a dog. It's some sort of thing. It's imitating a dog. It isn't real. Get away, you idiots. By the way, that was played by the associate producer who played that character, Larry Franco. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Whose dog was that? Actually, they don't say. They don't say in, in I can't find it. I anyone. do know it was a wolfhound. And the funny thing about Clark, yeah. Clark's my favorite character, by the way. Oh, he is a good character. Uh, but Clark actually was one of the only people that could deal with that dog. Oh. Isn't that weird? Well, you know what? Okay. Well, I've got some trivia about In fact, he picked that. Okay. Okay. We'll go well, in. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know- they're trying to kill this dog, and the the American researchers are just watching, like, what is going on? Like, what? And then um, the Norwegian, he tries to throw some dynamite at it, but he goes, oots, oots, and it slips out of his hand. <laughs> That's right. And it destroys the whole helicopter. And then they're, the American researchers are like, what the fuck's going on? The dog jumps into, um, you know, the American researchers' arms. Um, I think I don't think it's, it's Clark. Is it Clark? It I think Clark? it is Clark, yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, the uh, captain of this uh, Gary Gary, thank you, with two R's, uh, shoots because uh, he gets shot because he starts shooting at him. Uh, the Norwegian does, and then Gary responds and nails him. Right? Yeah, shoots him right in the head. Yeah, exactly. And uh, anyway, we we cut over to you know it's kind of like a what the fuck segment, and then we cut over to McCready, who um, according to the script it says McCready, thirty five years of age, helicopter pilot, loves chess, hates cold, loves drinking. Yet, in the very first scene, it's the only time we see him playing chess, and he's playing on a Commodore 64 or something. No, it's, it's actually an early Apple he's playing. Oh, he IBM. is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then he, he goes, cheating bitch, and he pours his Jim Bean over it. Cool thing. You know whose voice that is? The computer's voice? No. Adrian Barbeau, who's been in every John Carpenter movie. I did not know that. Yeah, it's just, and also she was dating him. Sorry, I'm throwing trivia in right now. We shouldn't be doing that. But. No, it's okay. I mean, this movie isn't like Dracula where it's a lot to cover or like, you know, it's this movie you can kind of, we can kind of get through it without making people have to sit here for an hour and 20 minutes. So um, anyway, uh, he, he loves Jim Bean. And um, let's see, let's see, we go back. During the meantime, uh, yeah, during the, the meantime, inside, you can see the inside of the dog goes and gets put in the kennel. They say, uh, you know, Clark put that dog in the kennel with the rest of the animals. So he does. Yes. And then Windows is trying to radio anybody like what the hell's going on? You know, uh, they're trying to radio anybody that will listen, including the Norwegians. Right. Yeah. But he's like, we're in the middle of nowhere, man. Fuck you, man. <laughs> That's actually a very good impersonation. Thank you. Hey, man, I'm trying to say... It's like he's smoking a joint. It's like, are you really trying? Yeah. yeah. You like, know... Uh, I asked him to turn down the music, and the guy touches the volume. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Not you. The, oh, the, the, okay. On the show, you remember the movie? The guy says, can you turn that movie? Yeah. Turn down the music. Yeah, exactly. So uh, then... Um, you know, Kurt Russell is like, fuck it. I'm going to go out there. Let's go check out the base because this makes zero sense. What, like, this is like, are they on mushrooms? Like, what's going on? So um, now they have a limited time frame to do this because there's a storm coming in. Yes. So you have to do this oh, now. Thank and you. Come back yeah. now. I think they say either 48 or 60 hours. But either. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it is. But all I know is it was urgent. So they wouldn't be able to stay there long and they had to come right back. You know what I just realized? What? The beginning of this movie is exactly the plot of the abyss. Actually, it is. A storm's coming. They have to investigate something. Right away. Without, Ta yeah, yeah, time limit. Clock is ticking. By the way, I love it when movies give you this sense of urgency. Yeah. It, it really makes it cool. 
So we saw we see our husky though before it gets thrown in the kennel. It's actually creeping around the crew. Yes. And do you notice the reason why they got a wolfhound is because it does they don't bark. Wolves don't bark. I didn't realize that. And they don't they don't and they also walk weird, like they walk like a cat, like one foot in front of the other, like they could walk on a fence. Now I knew that because Nana's maiden name was Wolf, and she used I'm to walk. Sorry, she used to walk Bobby. like that, you know, weird, and just. She never barked very much. No, not not often. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. We are actually related. So. We are. Sort of, yeah. You're my real dad. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> No. <laughs> so they, they fly over the north. Uh, by the way, if there's something I'm leaving out, you just jump right in. Okay? I'm trying. Because this is, this. Is, I speak tangentially, as everyone knows. And I do the same. We're, we're, we're obviously related. Even our voices are similar. They're very similar. I've, I've been mistaken for you when we were listening to, uh, back in the day, the Kuru. Oh, yeah. And uh, people are like, who's talking? <laughs> uh, that, that brings back memories. Sorry, let's go back to the movie, though, because yeah. otherwise we'll be on. So they're flying over this base, and they notice that it's been completely and utterly torched. Right. And they're like, okay, now we have to set down and we definitely and I say, um, it's it's Doc, Mac and Blair, right? Or is it just Doc and Mac? I think there's I think Blair's there too. I think so too, yeah. And they touch down and they're going to investigate uh this base because they're like, This this makes zero sense. You know, something's going on and, and it's and the storm's coming and it's gonna happen to us, so so let's uh catch base. So they definitely find evidence of foul play. And this is my favorite shot in the whole movie is when uh, you see Mac approach like a chair, like at a control panel, and you see just a hand hanging down, and there's blood, but it's frozen like a like an icicle. Yeah, that's creepy. And then he notices holding a razor, and the dude cuts his own neck. Yeah. like But the fact that he's frozen over and you just see the blood crystallize makes it ultra creepy, you know, because you don't see that often in movies. No, this movie definitely gave you the impression that you were both claustrophobic and at the same time, stuck in the middle of a desert, a frozen desert. Yeah, like yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're stuck in the middle of the tundra. They're absolutely, I mean, windows. Man, I can't get anyone, man. You know, so yeah. it's they're kind of uh, they're kind of screwed in this way. Um, now, they find their way to the bowels of of this. Uh, I, I, it's like it's a castle of this base, and they find these like you know man-made ice steps and everything else, and they come to like what looks like kind of a coffin. Yeah, it was. Uh, I noticed that it was kind of cubed out. Yeah, it's like, it, it's like nine foot by about four feet. I wouldn't know. And then they go down and they see a spaceship. That's the coolest. It, the spaceship looks badass. Yeah, to me that that was really cool. So um, yeah, they find this and then uh, they find this weird body, and um, you know it's burnt to shit and it's like burnt with kerosene. And the only way I could describe it is they film it in such a way where at first it looks like a dragon, you know, cause you just see the arms up and the leg up. And then when you actually get a look at it, they, they show more and more as the movie goes on, you know, later on in the autopsy scene, but it's like two faces and they're melded together. Yeah, it looked like a tree to me, like a tree with teeth and just kind of with half a face here and parts it, there. And it definitely is one of those movies you have to see because um, the monster, oh, I don't want to spoil it, right? Well, we're going to be giving spoilers throughout the whole thing. Fucking yeah. right. Yeah. So apparently this quote unquote thing is, a, that's the first time I said it, is a, it, it, whenever Galaxy it goes to, it relearns how to take that form yes so which is really badass that's it you know not since like 
the original thing they didn't do that it was just kind of like a plant life fungus creature well, kind of thing no in the original um the original thing from another world they it was looked like a giant carrot when you saw it but it did actually take over no movie tomorrow it took over the people's bodies but also took their minds immediately oh Whereas cool. this creature did not this creature had to learn. it got to simulate yeah after a while it learned though it's it did you get to- that killer tomatoes joke there will be no movie tomorrow. Oh, God. All right, never mind. Sorry. It's a I love that film. movie. No, God, how can you love that? It's Fucking, it's great. Okay, uh, you know what? For another time. For after this. So the husky, the the wolfhound, is just kind of watching them, and it's being all creeper. And, I mean, it is suspicious looking. Now, if you It's did, licking people's hands. It is wandering yeah, around and licking. And going underneath the table and stuff. Yeah. While, uh, who's the guy in roller skates? Um, His name is... Uh, um, God, I have it written down. Dang anyway. it. I can't remember what his name is. Clark, Gary Palmer, uh, Blair. Niles. 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 And Niles loves uh, Ray Charles, by the way. Very super stitch. Oh, not Ray Charles. Sorry. Um, um, Stevie Wonder. Is that what it is? Yeah. And he's playing, like, and everyone hates him, and he's just roller skating around listening to Stevie Wonder. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, get that goddamn dog out of here, man. Guess the race. Oh, <laughs> oh. First. oh I meant groovy. Oh yeah, come on. Let's 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 not do the whole thing like that. Oh, I know. I was kidding. I just now, wanted to get that bell rung. Now, now if he now if he had taken the, if he had taken the rover and run into something, I would have said Asian. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I got to ring the bell on that one. Sorry. All right. You know, it's, you know, I'm Jewish. I'm I'm really cheap, but it, it's not a stereotype if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, shouldn't have said that. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to the movie. Back to the movie. So and anyway, Doc. All right. This is great. This, this is a good. Sorry, I, I've been missing you. Starting up. Oh, I know. Right. This is great. It's the first time we've seen each other a couple of years since COVID. Actually, and then, that's true. And then we just sit down, like, let's talk about this fucking movie. Um, so Doc is performing with Blair uh, autopsy on this thing, and also uh, the. Uh, the uh, uh, Norwegian uh, researcher that they killed. Yeah, he's got him wrapped up, though. Yeah, he got him, and they're looking at it, and they're like, all right, well, there's no traces of alcohol or drugs in the Norwegian. Like, why would they be doing Because they thought, like, maybe something happened. Yeah, he was he was normal. Yeah, he, he was, was completely, completely normal. But then they're looking at the thing, and um, drink. That's a drinking game okay, every time I, we say I'm this in. thing. I'm in. Cheers. Fine. Ugh. And, um... They're like, it also shares the same organs. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so maybe it was morphing into one, or maybe it was in self-defense mode or something. I don't know. But, uh, and, uh, you know, Wilford Brindley, you know, diabetes. Diabetes. Oatmeal. Oatmeal's good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? He did oatmeal. I forgot about that. Yeah, he also was in, remember The Firm? Anyway. Actually, I do remember that movie. That's a good movie. Well, I lived right next to where they filmed it. They filmed that in Oxford, Mississippi, part of it. I'll be damned. Well, that's where, what's his name, Live Grisham. Sorry. I'm, I div- we digress. So they're performing this uh, autopsy, and they, they go, it's got normal or- organs, it's got a normal liver, this and that. And now the uh, uh, the crew is getting some R&R after this, which I find kind of weird. They're listening to Etta Fitzgerald, and they're playing pool, and then finally the dog is, is just, they had enough of it because he keeps running around underneath the table and licking people's hands. Clark, and get that goddamn dog. Yeah, and they, they put it in the kennel. And then all of a sudden we hear the... Do people say they like our sound effects? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of making this noise. And like all these tentacles and shit come out and it's like an anime porn. And like it's like... And it opens up its mouth really wide. 
I know Japanese people were just going absolutely apeshit on this. I one. have a theory that if you've been bombed by the U.S., you get into really weird porn. That like the sense. Germans. <laughs> if the U.S. conquers you, you just get into This is actually a pretty good one. You know, you know i got to say, I was reading a history book the other day and, and reading history about the entire world, and for some reason, the good guys always seem to win. What a coincidence. Right? Yeah. The winners write history. Absolutely. Let's go on. Okay. So, um, anyway, this, this, uh, this, the suspicious wolfhound starts shooting tentacles into all the other dogs. And it's like, you don't know if it's draining them or whatever, but it seems to be like sucking its life, kind of like vampire-like, but taking in more of a... It's wrapping around it. It's doing yeah, everything, and it, it's going into it at the same time. And then Clark... Is like what the fuck? Because he hears noise, like all the, the dogs, dogs whimpering. Are going crazy. They're going crazy. He's the dog calendar. It's his responsibility. So he goes over and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he hits the uh, the fire alarm, and then out comes Childs and out comes Kurt Russell, who are our badasses in this movie, right? Absolutely. And then Wilford Brimley too, you know Blair. We'll wait for it. Not working. Okay. There it goes. Diabetes. So uh, <laughs> we need to get you a proper soundboard. Um, <laughs> So anyway, uh, 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 then um, they go flame unit, flame unit, flame unit, and um, I think it is Parsons that runs out and grabs it, and they flame the fuck out of this out of this uh, thing. Well, but they first can't it get goes it started. Yeah, they can't get yeah, they it started. Yeah, they can't get it first. started. Yeah, thing goes straight up in the air and punches a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, latches on with two hands it didn't have before and pulls its ass up through there. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're and then right. they flame off the rest of the dogs. Yes, they, they that, do. And the flamethrowers, in case you don't know it, the napalm, the early flamethrowers, and this one still is themed to shoot, look like the stuff they were using during World War II. I have no idea, which was actually just styrofoam and gasoline. Not that you should make your own flamethrower. No, it also uh, has a little bit of motor oil on it, the thicker the better, and it's usually diesel fuel, because diesel fuel, you have to scrape it off, you can't get it wet. Yeah, well, that's why they mix it with the... Uh, Orange juice concentrate works, too. What Watch this? Fight Club. Oh, uh, this? Oh, it's a vaporizer, so that way I don't oh. smoke cigarettes. Okay, well, that works for me. So anyway, um, so now Clark is looking at this thing, and, uh, uh, you know, he kind of, or you know, sorry, uh, Blair is looking at this thing, and he's kind of, like, interrogating Clark. And he's taking a blood sample, and, you know, he's looking at him, and, you know. He doesn't take Clark's blood at that point, does he? No, uh, you know, he's taking the thing's blood, the, you know, the remains of it, like, or, oh, or the right. dogs, the dogs, the dog's remains. Yeah, and you know he's he's testing it for any abnormal uh, ad abnormalities. Thank you. And uh, abnormalities. Sorry. I so that. then he takes the uh, blood of the wool or the uh, the other the huskies, and he's testing it in this like really primitive computer, and he's putting it in, and then you see like the little red cell come over and it attacks the blue cell, and then it turns into it, and then you see it, and then you know he types in you know. How like what da 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 and this the specimen is like a thousand years old, you know. Yeah. And then and then he types in some more stuff and he goes, "How soon for global infect, uh, infestation?" Yeah. And it says twenty seven thousand hours, which no. is not that long. It doesn't say twenty seven thousand. Does it? That, does. I said two years. I guess guess I'm wrong. Well, uh, twenty seven thousand hours is almost two three years. years. Oh, th yeah, three, three and a half years. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, total total. total global uh i forget the word not infestation but uh contagion yes so then infection um, the thing starts moving around and uh it's it's going you know it's kill uh, oh yeah it's being no. he's reading uh, during while he's reading i will give a go. brief commentary mm. <laughs> bennings so um bennings and uh windows are together but they split up and all of a sudden um 
you know, we find uh, Windows finds Benning's like clothing, and it's it's got marked. It's shredded. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, he runs out to the crew. He's like, where the fuck is Bennings? You know, he was just right here. Because he was watching the body of the thing, remember? Was it was Windows watching the body? Yeah, it was, Window, it was Windows and Bennings. And then um, it's and then, ra- then it's Windows all, crashed. It's all, oh, well, it wasn't 95, so obviously. But then, um, so the thing is all wrapped up. And, and uh, um, they're like, well, uh, uh, Bennings is like, why don't we just take it outside and incinerate it? And then uh, Windows goes, come on, man. This is going to win somebody the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. And then he leaves and Benning's there to guard it. But we see it move in the foreground, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. You see it's the not stuff dead. dripping off the edge, come down, climbing down off that table. And then, yeah. And then we see, like, you know, the blood drip. And then it cuts. And then they come back and everything's clean. Right? Yeah. And, and everything's cleaned up. And he's like, he was right there, man. He was right there. And then uh, we find Benning's outside because uh, they're they're looking for him and this is the second coolest scene in the movie where Bennings they come around he's like oh and yeah his eyes partially are, human yeah and then not. but he's got these evil claw hands that go out like a meter and yep. and and they're like torch him and they just fucking flame his ass it, it is it is uh that's the smartest thing they could have done I mean yeah I mean whenever anyone's Whenever anyone has anything going on, it's just you'd rather torture him. In fact, they even kill somebody later on. Um, who wasn't. Who wasn't a thing, but he just he just Act like acted an like an asshole. And it's like, okay, well, you can't trust anybody, right? No, that's the whole point of this, was to make people paranoid. The whole movie was about the paranoia factor. So, yeah, well, that's the greatest thing. I was thinking that this movie becomes the game of Clue. Yeah. It's such a great mystery. Rather than just being a, a horror show with a monster coming after people. With some of the best effects you've ever seen. Which are practical effects, which makes them even better, because I hate CGI. This is my rule here at um, at the Knife Party. The only movie I will review with uh, uh, CGI is Jurassic Park, because they do it good. Well, yeah, that and that and your favorite movie, Star Wars. Anyway, oh, <laughs> just screw with you. Sorry. 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 By the way, a $20 Patreon member, I will review Star Wars. No. Well, actually, Not I'm you, tempted. but... I'm tempted now. I'm tempted. No, Only that. if I could help you do it because I would like to argue with you. I think it would be a fun debate. I'll tell you what. If you stay on for three months, I'll do a movie. I'll do one of the Star Wars movie a month. No, that, no. There's eight I just of want them. Do, I just want to do the very first one because that's one you hate. Well, I might do Empire, though, because I do like Empire. It okay. is a good movie. Okay, Empire is a good movie. That is a good movie. I actually like the first one. So, um... Uh, then uh, Blair, they, then they're like, what the fuck's going on? Where's Blair? And Blair has got a fire axe, and he's destroying all the communication equipment. And uh, Matt goes and checks on the, the chopper. You and, know, it's and it's fucked. fucked. It's it's totally unable to move. He's making sure nobody leaves. Leaves, this. yes. it's he. Blair is doing a forced quarantine. And he's also the only smart one of the bunch at this point, because he knows yes. there's no way anybody's getting out of this alive. Yeah, but what he doesn't realize is this thing has been dormant for a thousand years. Oh, I said thing, drink. Yep. Oh, okay. It's been dormant for a thousand years, so obviously it wants to be frozen. Yeah, actually true. Now, nobody realizes this, though, Till, throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, so they try to, like go what the fuck Blair and Blair is shooting at him with a six shooter unfortunately if you count the shots it's more than six it's seven if I'm mistaken <laughs> yeah, it is seven or eight I think it was seven though yeah I mean, something like of... that um it was one in the morning but uh, when I watched this so uh anyway um 
he's shooting, he's destroying the comm equipment. Uh, Mac and Charles and crew subdue him with a card table. Yeah. With, yeah, they use a, like a fucking 1970s like wafer-thin card table, and he swings an axe through it, and they get him. But then again, it is Wilford Brimley, and he does have diabetes. diabetes. So, you know, that there is that. He is one hell of a good actor. I mean, people rag him. He's a good actor. No, he's a great actor. There's nothing wrong yeah. with Wilford Brimley. I mean, We'll go into that in maybe a trivia episode. Yes, That's right. that might be coming next. Who knows? Um, and then uh, they, the whole crew go, look, for your own safety, we're going to lock you up in the tool shed. And so and the- his, uh, that's that's where I want to point out he's a good actor. And I'm just saying this for the case of this movie. They're about to lock him. And they said, we're going to lock you in the tool shed. Something which was absolutely true to life what would have happened. Yeah. They did not. There was nobody in this movie who did stupid shit. Nobody in this movie did stuff where you sit in a movie and you go, yeah, nobody's going to do that. This movie did not have yeah. that happen. Yeah, even Alien, I say one of its cinema sins, and the reason why I didn't give it 100% is because Ripley goes back for the cat. See, I would have done that. Too. I would have done it too, but it's still not smart. No, it was stupid as hell. Yeah, no, it's stupid. It's California thinking. But By, by the way, I have something about Alien, which I'll remind me during the trivia. We will, we will. Um, so anyway, they lock him up, and he goes, Watch Clark. That's right. Watch Clark. That was a very good impersonation. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, people say I'm pretty good at doing voices. You are. Thank you, thank you. In fact, I've believed you were married all these years from that female voice, right? but I've never seen the actual wife. So you know. No, you know what? I keep her in the closet. I keep her in the tool sheds. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know. All right. Yeah. I, all right. I, I, I you know what's funny that. is um, I just realized when we were talking about the shed and being paranoia and like a virus. Cabin Fever is almost a direct ripoff of this movie. Cabin Fever's a brilliant, brilliant movie. movie. But let's do that at a different time because we will. Cabin Movie is so good. It is film. so good. It, I, I give that a, a very high rank. It's in the high 90s. Uh, um, so anyway, um, you know, watch Clark. Then uh, Childs and Doc discuss a blood test to see if anyone's uh, contaminated. Now, it's not the blood test scene yet, but they are talking about it. Yeah. So um, anyway, um, after... Uh, Before the blood test, though, don't they have the... Well, they go and they look in the fridge, and all the, the blood, blood samples are destroyed. destroyed. Yep. And there's only two people that have access to this: Doc, Doc. and Blair. No, no, sorry, Gary. Dark and Gary. Gary. Yeah. And then then there's some infighting, and now we're like, oh shit! Now it's like a mystery. Yeah, we don't know who to trust. You don't know who's who's maybe infected, who's not, who's actually an alien. Yeah. Who's who's maybe listening to you know Nickelback? We have no fucking idea. You, you know what they. Nickelback are underrated. So the power goes, I mean, they sold a million and a half all right, records all right, for, all right, all right. If all right. I wanted to watch a bunch of Canadians with mullets, I'd go watch hockey. Oh, you would? No, I wouldn't. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so anyway, the power goes out, and, um, you know, they're all looking around to restart the generator, and then Doc finds ripped clothing of <gasps> McCready. So Blair and... Uh, Mac now are having a talk and they're talking through the little window and he's like, I'm all better now. And you see a noose hanging in between the shot in the foreground. Did you ever notice that? Yes, I did. That's one of the best things he has set up to commit suicide at that point. Yeah. And he's because he did not want to become one, but he knew there was no way anybody's going to fucking get out. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing about this is like how he's like, I'm all better now. It was good. I'm all better. Let me out. Yeah. I would like to go back with the rest now. And you're like, Oh shit! The one guy who had his head screwed on the most is now like, I mean, in my mind as the watcher, I'm like, okay, fuck, he's infected. But how did he get infected? No one was around him. I didn't think he was infected at that point. You didn't? No, but he. I know he was. Later, I find out he was. But 
At this point, I didn't know he was infected the first time I saw the movie. Now, as a rewatch, I thought MacReady was infected the whole time. No. I know, but as a rewatch, I was playing Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Like, this is my first time watching this in a while, going, I wonder if actually, because he, Mac goes missing for a long time when all the shit goes down and the blood goes missing or it gets destroyed. Well, that's because he went back to uh, check on B Blair. No, he went back as being Dexter, Dex from the college with the computer war tennis shoes. Where he never mind another movie. Oh, I thought he was escaping from uh, New York. Another fucking great movie. <laughs> fucking great movie. Absolutely. You're the Duke number one. You're <laughs> the Donald Pleasance, who again, John Carpenter, Halloween. I mean, you cannot stop John Carpenter. Oh yeah, that's why he. I know it's so good. I mean, dude, the Halloween series is the number one slasher movie for a reason. Except for the last one sucked. Except, uh, oh, don't forget, don't forget. Also, they live with the greatest. Oh fight my god, that was scene. gonna be my next movie. Oh, well, let's stay it in the microphone, not away from it. No, because I, yeah, no, everyone heard that. Eli, did everyone get that? Uh, Sorry, producer I, Eli? Eli, oh, yeah. yeah. Eli's around, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, you know, I always set a table for Eli during Passover, and he I just, know, and then he just hangs out. That's very cool. But he, it's cool, he booked you, he books my guests, so I oh, mean, you well, know, somebody cool did. He's the only one that does the editing, even though he doesn't do a very good job, because yeah, I haven't heard you know, one edited episode. Actually, yeah, no, there's no editing. We're doing this live. That's why we used to crew, then I started editing it, and it sucked. Yeah, right. So oh. then um, they find Fugues. He's dead outside. And uh, Max sees, um, you know, his lights are on in the shack. And they're like, yeah. I haven't been in my shack in a while. I know. First thing he worries about is his whiskey. Oh, yeah, he does. He's <laughs> like, he goes, I already destroyed my chess machine. but my way. And he even says, I'm going to go to my shack and get drunk. Like, he actually yeah. says he that. He was worried about his whiskey. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now... Uh, Oh, I didn't want to. Okay, so now we know, us as the audience, that Norris is probably the thing. Well, we're thinking he is. We're thinking point. he is. Yeah. And uh, the crew just starts barricading the doors. Now, Mac is still outside. Yeah, they lock his ass out because they have his shirt. Yeah, and, um, you know, uh, he's the number one suspect. And Mac enters and he's like, open the fucking door. And then he breaks in. And he's got a lit TNT or a TNT and a lit uh, uh, um, flare. Yeah, and and he's, he's like, got he's got a bundle of dynamite. Yeah, he's got like a, a the like what you would see in like the old uh, 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 western movies, right? Yeah, he's it's got not a, a stick; it's shit. a bundle. And he's like, "Back the fuck off!" Yeah, you which, know. And he's great in this. That's and then scene. Norris tries to attack him, and and like he's like, "Dude, I fucking swear to God, I will light you up, dude. I will take us all out right now because one of y'all's infected, and I don't mind." Sacrifice myself and and you better let me in and he's like you're gonna let me freeze to death and all this shit this is where we get our blood test scene so this is a little clip long so i'm not gonna play the whole thing but i'm gonna play the beginning of it go ahead all right here we go well there's a blood test scene soon shush shush you i don't hear it there it is Oh, wait, that's the trailer. My bad. Yeah, you got lost there. It's okay. I did. Did I actually do the same one for the same one? I think I did. Oh, no. That was bad podcasting on my role. But that's why we do it live. Yeah, it's more fun this way. So I've, any, got, I've got something for okay. this, but it's after the blood test. So okay. let's go ahead and do the blood test. So um, finally... Um, McCready uh, says... No, no Gary, Gary throws down... Uh, you know, he's got the gun on everybody, and then he just puts it down and he goes, I, I, I don't think 
I'm trusted. So to make you trust me, I'm going to let somebody else in charge. And then Charles goes, that'd be me. And, and then it's, <laughs> McCready says, no fucking he way. He goes, no fucking way, dude. He goes, let's pick someone a little less hot-headed. And he is the one. And now he makes this cool, like, I don't know if you notice this. He makes like a little... Um, like vest, and each one's got a uh, dynamite in it. Yep, he's wearing all that dynamite. But then he then he gets uh, who's who's got Childs or somebody? No, it's not Childs. Who's wearing the, the flamethrower? He gives the Norris. Flame Norris. I, thi I think it's Norris. Yeah, Childs doesn't have anything. Yeah, Childs, Childs is just wearing dead. His, Childs is like it's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. Oh, that's who, right. Yeah, and who also is in They Live? But anyway, um, that's that epic fight scene that everyone loves. Oh, I love that. So um, nine minutes long, by the way. They duplicated that on South Park. Just saying. That. Oh yeah, scene for scene. Scene for scene. Absolutely it's great. Yeah, there's a it on YouTube. You can watch. So now they're doing the blood test. Now here's the blood test. McCready goes, you know, if a man loses blood, it's just tissue. But this thing, drink, clink, drink. This thing is an organism like a, a hive of bees or like a, a colony of ants. Like it knows each cell is alive. Each cell an is alive and individual. So I have a theory that it will it will react to fire. It'll so run from it. Run from it. So what he does is he starts heating up this copper and they take brand new blood samples in the crudest way where they just cut like their wrist or not their wrist or thumb. thumb with a and uh, they, clean knife. they put it in these samples and they go down the line and then it goes on to McCready. Each time it just goes out. And finally, goes, people are looking at him like, "What the hell? Yeah, this Why is did stupid. you wasted our time?" You know. All right. And then finally, uh, McCready and like the music is really like tense here. And then McCready goes, "I'm going to show y'all what I already know." And then like he does it slowly, and it goes, and even he looks like he has a sigh of relief. Yeah, because he didn't know for sure if he was infected or not. And we don't even know if you lose your. We don't even know if if. We realize you, you know, you don't know you're the thing until it totally takes over, right? You, you might be f part of this creature, which is, you know, multicellular. Exactly. Now, right before this, though, Clark is off the hook, so they test him on this because Clark rushes him. Yeah. Uh, Master McCready with a scalpel, and he gets shot in the head, and then they test his blood first and nothing happens and then Childs goes so, now you're a murderer says, I guess that makes you, you a murderer, murderer. Yeah. yeah and that's that's a really cool scene and then they go to Palmer and when he puts it in it does the blob effect where it goes Bleh! yeah the blood itself reacts by jumping straight up like a separate creature yeah like this weird weird effect now here's the thing though everyone's tied together except <laughs> right and and except Palmer's going Bleh! yeah make, He's waving around and turning into this weird monster. And Charles like, "Get me the fuck out of here, man!" You know, and everyone's like, untie me, untie me. Exactly. So uh, Palmer does this Venus flytrap with his head, and just bites windows. And now they're like, he's flaying him around, and and it looks like something at, like you know when the that is one of the best bite scenes. I think they stole that from for Stranger Things. They use that type of four way. Oh, I would not. I would not. Stranger Things and Fear Street. Uh, both have a very uh, callback, if yeah. you will, to... Did you see all the Fear Streets? No, I didn't see any Dude, of them. you got to see those are way okay. better. Right now I'm watching uh, I'm watching Guillermo del Toro's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, which I'm enjoying. Love the director, never seen the movie, back to this movie. Okay. So then, um, so he bites his head off and the crew, uh, they're all tied up in watches. Mac flames and dynamites. He flames uh, Palmer. Palmer goes outside, and then while he's on fire, he just throws casually a stick of dynamite, <laughs> and Palmer's just 
I mean, he blew him out, which he shouldn't have done. Now there's pieces of thing around. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, he goes out like red mist, though. That's true. So now uh, there's only Niles. Red mist was a, a great villain, by the way. Oh, and what? Oh, that was uh, the movie about the guy. What was that called? Kick ass. Okay, back to this movie. Uh, so anyway, there's only Niles, Gary, and Childs, and Mac. That's it. And now they're going to go to Flair, right? Wait, or wait, or wait. Blair, Blair. Yeah, go ahead. I know you gentlemen have been through a lot. And when you find the time, I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking couch. Thank you. Yes, that I almost pulled that clip. And I did pull it, but I didn't program it right because, you know what? This is week two for me, so and I've only been using this Zoom for two weeks. I'm You're pretty good really at, good. This, oh, I thank mean, you so I've much. Never, I've never had one. Um, I've never had a, a podcast sound this good. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Sorry, Whatever. Lex Luthor helping me out there. So, uh, by the way, all these drops are him, not me. So, because uh, my drops are, you know, you know, it's, it's professional quality. I'm holding something up to the microphone like an idiot. There you go. Oh, uh, well, my, his are professional quality. I'm throwing, holding something to the microphone like an idiot. You probably didn't hear that, but we don't edit. Yes, we don't, because live radio is better. So then uh, they go to check on Blair, right? And they split up in, in a couple of teams. And then Matt goes, if we're not back in, oops, if we're not back in. The hell is that? Oh, that's my phone that I use as soundboard. And then when the hot bitches like hit me up going, I love your podcast, let me ride on your thing. <laughs> I go, all right, just, you know, don't call it. Yeah. yeah, like like all, the, like all the nerds things, you know, because I did comedy. And hey, you know nerd, kind of, gr- nerd girls are easy. No, no, I did comedy. And you know what kind of groupies you get, man? I mean, Bozo looked better than If them. a girl has dyed black hair, smoking a clove cigarette, and a Pokemon t-shirt on, you're going to get laid. Anyway, <laughs> you are not me. I'm old now. I'm 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 over sixty, man. Let's. Uh... All right. So anyway, um, uh, they okay. So they go in to check on Blair and Max. Like, hey, man, if we if you guys or we don't come together, if only one comes back, kill him. Kill him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so the power goes out. Uh, oh, right. Sorry. Somebody... Then they go down. They go to Blair and Blair is not there. And they're like, what the fuck? So they go in and Blair is not to be seen. But then they find um, the floorboards look off, and they start pulling off the floorboards. Yep. And then we see a, a spaceship that B- Blair has a been building from scratch. There. Yeah. There's a tunnel down there. And Blair has been building a spaceship from the scrap parts they brought back. But they don't know whether you don't know whether he was still normal when he first. Asked and he's to trying come to get out. the fuck out of here by himself. Yeah. Or that he's, he's now was an alien before. Now he's an alien for sure. Yeah. So then the power goes out again, and. Um, and they're like, Jesus Christ. Sorry about that, guys. I'm just going to do this. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, man. These hot honeys, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's one. It's his wife telling him, get inside here and rub my feet, dear. I can read this from Actually, she doesn't like her feet rubbed or else I would. So um, after that. I we- like my feet rubbed. No, go on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would call them hooves. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I mean, I got. This is the wine, dude. You're making me drink every time you say the thing. Oh, shit. So then. um. The power goes out, but it's not just the power. The generator has been sabotaged. Yes, destroyed, actually. Destroyed. And uh, they're like, the storm is going to be here in moments. It's going to be minus 100 below, even inside. We're fucked. Absolutely. And they figure out the thing doesn't want to escape. It wants to be 
found and there's a rescue team coming. Yeah, it wants to be frozen. So that's something which they didn't really think about before, even though they brought a frozen one back and brought it back to life. Mm-hmm. That's the only point where I go, kind of go, what the hell, guys? Did you not think ahead here? Well, I mean, one would think because they didn't know. Okay, here's here's how I justify this um, is that maybe they thought that that spaceship was like insulated or I don't know. That's that's I'm just throwing out because remember, they thought flame units would just kill it outright and it didn't. That's true. But but it did. It, it's the only thing that hurts it that actually does kill it. But there's cells still inside because they don't incinerate it 100 percent. You know, this is why I think alien would kick the thing's ass because I don't because the alien has a concentrated molecular acid, which could eat through the thing. I guarantee I if don't you had, think it would. If Jeffrey Dahmer would put the thing in vats, I think it would eat it up. I don't I don't think so. And then he'd eat it and go, oh, I'm really sorry, Dad. I didn't mean to eat the thing. Oh, shit. Drink. Oh, come um, on. Oh, wait. Yeah. Drink. I, I did know, not do that one on purpose. You know, the thing about Jeffrey Dahmer is, you know, he, he had all those noses in his freezer because he was making a Dahmer nose pizza. So that that joke sit in. Thank you. Oh, man. That is just so gosh darn me. But very swell of you to invite me. So now they're like, let's investigate the rest. And they're, uh, okay, so. Let's go kill the damn let's thing. Go, let's go find him. Now, Niles gets taken out. Uh, and Or sorry, uh, Gary gets taken out. He gets. Uh, the hand goes bl- in his yeah, mouth. Bl- that is a freaky, freaky ass scene. scene. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so well done. And it done. looks. And, and you see Blair now doesn't look like a feeble old man. He's like standing up straight and he's got this look in his eyes. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Kind of like at the end of Lost Boys when, like, you know, uh, anyway, uh, we'll talk about Lost Boys. Later. Yeah, but he way. just looks very, very devastating, intimidating, and he kills him stealthily. Now we only have uh, Childs, who we don't see. Yeah, we don't see Childs. We know McCready and Childs are it at this point. Yeah, and they are hooking up dynamite because they say, you know what? Let's torch this place. That way, this is a suicide mission. We're not getting out of here alive anyway. Let's just demolish it to try to save mankind, right? Yeah, and we're going to burn the hell out of this thing when we find it. We're going to blow up yeah. everything until we get to it, and then we're just going to... And because they're underneath the um, they're underneath the facility, they think, you know what? There's no way that it's going to live with this much dynamite because they yeah. have a lot. Oh, shit, yeah. So um, they're, you know... They're setting it up, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, you see uh, Mac, and he goes, "Childs, Childs, Childs, Childs," and he's got like the detonator, like the old uh, Wildy Coyote, you know, um, um, you know, you know, yeah. the Acme TNT thing. And then you see this, all the snow comes up like a wave, you know, and there's something big underneath, and tentacles just come out and go, and they, they, it takes the uh, detonator, so it's obviously sentient and very smart. Yeah, and then it comes up and tries to attack him, and you see it's like true form, if you will. It's like thirteen feet tall. And More just, than that, it's fucking huge. And you see all the faces of all the the victims, and you see all the dogs, and and it's got this like big dragon head, and it's super awesome looking, like some of the best effect. This the fly and predator. This was better than either one of them when it came to just the that. I don't monster. know, man. Predator's so good. Uh, well, look, I'm just talking about the looks of this monster was fucking scary. So it emerges from the ice, takes detonator from Mac. Uh, Mac then kills it with this one stick of dynamite, or does he kill it? Maybe, maybe not. So, and then um, after this, you see Mac, and he's he's just walking through the snow, and he goes over to where it's hot, where some of the remains are, and he's sitting there, and then we see Childs come up. Now, here's something I want to talk to you about. 
yeah. is Childs. Mac is breathing heavily, and you can see steam. Childs is breathing, and you don't see any steam. True. Now, they talked to actually John Carpenter on this, and I was reading John Carpenter's interview about this. And uh, he said, when they said, can you tell us, was Childs an alien? And he said, no. They said, you mean he's not an alien? He says, no, I'm not going to tell you. That's awesome. <laughs> now, now then they sit there, and they have that bottle, the last bottle of Jim Bean, and they're passing it back and forth. And he goes, well, I guess we're in no shape to kill each other. So I'm too tired. I'm too tired, yeah. And they just kind of sit there and look at each other, and we don't know. We don't know. That's the end of the movie. I know. Well, what's, it was wonderful. I think that movie was so good because of the ending. You don't know whether either one was the I thing. love that. I love cliffhangers. And I'm so glad they didn't make a sequel. Oh, wait, they did. did? No, it was a prequel, didn't they? So, I don't know. It, it was, was a prequel. It didn't even line up to the story. But I, what I was saying is it lines up for a sequel, and I'm glad they just left it. Because well, they couldn't. The, the original book, John W. Campbell's um, Who Goes There? I've never read it. Okay, it's a short story. Well, most great movies are based off short stories. Absolutely. In this movie, um, in, the, in the short story, it was very ambiguous at the end. It wasn't like the, uh, the thing so it wasn't from like, another world. It wasn't which... like Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was not and like the- Bachelor Boys. No, it was like the original 1956 John Agar film, A Thing from Another World, which had an ending, but you still didn't know. Well, they this, even left that with a question mark. This one, for real, when the credits rolled, I remember when I first saw this, I was 11, and I'm like, that's it. All right, see, I saw this in the movie. Actually, I didn't. I saw this with Greg Espinoza, mm -hmm. who is a great guy, and I want to bring up his name because he's the biggest horror movie guy I know and the biggest science fi guy I know. And he draws comic books now um, and works at a theater. Mm -hmm. But um, we say theater here, but okay, theater. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, he was my roommate in Napa, and he used to we used to rent a VCR every weekend for like a hundred bucks. It was that expensive to fucking rent one. Mm -hmm. And Greg showed up with these two movies I had never seen. One was The Thing, and the other was, um, what was the other one? Mel Gibson. No, it was Mel Gibson in The Road Warrior. Oh, I such missed, a good movie. Absolutely. And he showed that me- That movie, movie holds up, by the way. By the, yeah, I did. I just watched it again. I saw it like two years ago, and I'm like, this movie is fan-fucking- Sorry. I hate, I hate Mel Gibson, but fucking love the movie, because I hate him- Great director. Absolutely brilliant on everything. Apocalypto. I just saw that recently. Oh That's my a god! Great movie, isn't it? Oh my god! It's now. I hate to say I really like people like him and Tom Cruise because I love their movies, but I fucking hate, hate them, them as a person. Absolutely, that doesn't matter though. Like artists. Art. Look, you Kevin can hate Spacey. Fucking love his love movies. his movies. Absolutely, and he loves fourteen. You know, he was exonerated uh, recently. For, oh, he was for a couple of them. Okay, good because the, his movie, the one about the uh, the usual suspects, best movie ever made. Oh no, 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 no! His best movie is Seven. You think better than you than usual, the usual suspects? Dude, Seven is when I knew. Kaiser Soche, come on, man. Dude, Seven as John Doe. Oh my God! Well, he was good. And also, Baby Driver. Have you ever seen that? Oh God, yeah, that was a good movie. I He's about perfect that in that movie. When's he not perfect? I mean, come on. The guy is so brilliant. So uh, back to back to uh, your comic book artist. Anyway, Greg, uh, my roommate, showed me this, and he got me into all kinds of things. He got he's the first one who introduced me to uh, Dawn of the Dead, the Romero series. Oh he God, me. such a good series. Him and I went to the Tom Savini, man. Oh, what a great! But when Tom uh, Savini and George Romero when, are like when Evil Dead came out, he said, "Let's go see this." Uh, Joe Bob Briggs, first one, right? It. 
Yes. He described it as spam in a cabin, more blood than any other film ever made. It actually won the so, uh, number two, had more blood than any other movie at the time. Yeah, so Greg and I went to see the first one. We brought a bucket of chicken because I used to bring KFC to movie theaters, sneak it in and just sit there, eat they it, like cover with ketchup. They just walk past the be like, they give a shit. Yeah. So we'd pour ketchup on it and just be munching out. You know, people would freak out. But that's the only thing. like blood? That's yeah, funny. Yeah, I actually had to, uh, people I actually had to put down my chicken. I'm sorry. That was such a great movie. It but is. anyway, Greg, I want to give Greg uh, kudos for being the smart guy. And he, he recently, in, when he was working at one of the theaters, took us in to see one of the movies and gave us a bunch of movie props and shit. That's and cool. Just, I love it. Uh, yeah. Love it. If we can get a hold of him, he's the guy to get in here for movie trivia. Oh, dude, if you could. Eli, can you book him? It's hard to find the guy. He's, he's working at Comic-Cons. He's, he does several comic books. I guarantee next summer, by the way, we're moving up. Oh, shout out. Yeah, hey, dude, the UK... Uh, you just beat Nigeria is uh, after America is our second. Keep it going, man. You're against Nigeria. You could do it. And uh, and Nigeria, hey, don't let the UK tell you what to do. Don't yeah, let you're those starving over ships. there. Come yeah. on, do the shit. Yeah. By the way, I want to starving show, for entertainment. I want to show it out for Punky Radio out of England, who I've been uh, corresponding with. They do a segment every week called uh, Words with Jeff or Words from Jeff. So. Cool. And I've been mentioned. I mentioned you a couple times. Now I'm going to throw a big shout out to them and and mention you big, and hopefully they'll throw one back. Hopefully, yeah. They're one of the longest. I, I have I have no problem. Uh, they've been on since 2005. They're one of the longest friendly, podcasts last night. Well, you know what? Slime Rack was 2010. So we were before know? Rogan. Well, they were before me. They were before Kuru, which well, it's is not, way it's, back. It's not a cock showing contest, but I would like to say this. I'm old school, and I think that podcast is not about competition because everyone listening to podcasts doesn't listen to one. They listen to many. And, and there's nothing wrong, which in being in like the uh, uh, the wine industry, there's nothing wrong with friendly competition, and I think we should all do quid pro quo. I don't think that anyone should try to monopolize this thing. Absolutely. should should Everybody should be supporting each other, and those guys used to support Kuru. That's so why yeah, I like I said, if you guys want to shout out, um, you don't even need, I, I always say please join the Patreon because Apple listeners, it's only a buck. It's, a, it's the actual minimum. It's the only way you're going to get it on did, Apple because I know, use Apple. This is the minimum because I wanted it to be free. This is the minimum I could charge that they would let me do was a dollar. They even it's okay. I, it's all I could afford. A <laughs> dollar a month. Well, you know what? Um, all my guests get twenty dollars for gas and bridge toll, so you just bought yourself a free year. No, I expect wine and food, man. Fuck that. All right. Well, you know what? I'll wine you, dine you, sixty nine you. First, let's <laughs> let's get out the rest of our plugs, and Absolutely. then and then I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to play the trailer at the end, so that way, if people are done with this episode, they By don't the need way. to sit through it. If you if you haven't seen the thing, John Carpenter's thing, um, go out and get it. Get it. Watch it. I it's, think it's free on uh, Amazon Prime. No, I have Amazon Prime. It is rental this month. They do this what? every winter because there's two movies I watch every Christmas. One is the thing. I watch it for Thanksgiving, and then at Christmas I watch um, Strange Imports. Rare. You've Im never seen Krampus, huh? I no, I'm going to though. Thanks to your recommendation. We need to, even though that's a modern movie, it doesn't matter. We can make that a Christmas special. We should. But um, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale is my more modern special I watch every year. That's so, um, again, with my plugs, and then we're going to throw out yours. So you could find us here at uh, uh, patreon.com slash knife party, and you can contact me uh, on Yahoo because I keep it old school, knifepartypod at yahoo.com. And where can we find you, Mr. Ugly Shoes? You can find me nowhere. I do not do podcasts. Well, anymore. I mean, no, I mean, like, what are you doing? Are you doing any? I know you do music at like Comic Cons and uh, well, Renaissance actually, Fairs. No, it's just Renaissance Fairs. I, I'll be next. I'll be at the Age of Rust and Fire, which is a post-apocalyptic Renaissance Fair in February. Cool. Well, do, is uh, 
I'll tell you what, if if um uh, if you have a movie that you would like uh Jeff Ugly Shoes and I, I will try to get him out of his house and uh we could we could try to do a new one. Just uh, throw out a um a recommendation and we'll we'll see what we could do. Absolutely, because I, I do admit and I'm gonna I'm gonna stroke my own dick in front of you guys for a second here. I ran trivia Sound like the first time. Yeah, but I ran trivia for several science fiction conventions. We're gonna do that next. Yeah, and I do trivia quizzes and all that stuff, so I am the trivia guy. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, I'm going to play the trailer and get us out of here, but I would like to tell you guys, this marks the first week of me recording, and I know this is humble, but I'm already at 90 downloads in my first week, and I know that's fucking not awesome. a lot. That is, no, that's that better than we did at Kuru. That is fucking huge numbers. That is better than we did at Kuru, but we didn't, there weren't anybody online during those There days. was 2.6 million podcasts out there, and just that I'm in your eardrums right now, I am so happy. This is the funnest thing. Jeff, thank you for coming by. Oh, no problem. And, uh, and I want to tell you about the, the, the comment. You made a comment about showing your dick or measuring dicks, and I want to mention something here. If I think my girlfriend may be a bit disappointed in me, it's, <laughs> it's just a small part of me saying that. Yeah, well, you know what? I go up to my wife and I go, geez, you got a big pussy. Geez, you got a big pussy. She said, why'd you say it twice? I said, I didn't. Oh, the echo. Oh, God. Because that's, of the echo. Terrible. Oh, man. But at my age, you know, you can't, I can't even do anything anymore. It's like you can't push a car with a oh, rope. Oh, right. Let's you can't get stuff a marshmallow. <laughs> We're getting a piggy a... <laughs> bank. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, I've so, uh, myself. From all of us here at Knife Party Pod, Knife remember Party Pod. be kind. And rewind. Here is your trailer of the thing, and thank you for listening. Itself. It wants to hide inside an imitation. It'll fight if it has to, but it's vulnerable out in the open. If it takes us over, then it has no more enemies. Nobody left to kill it. And then it's one. You guys gonna listen to Gary? He can beat one of those things!